Bobby, what's wrong with the car? Uh-oh, I think it's broke. Look, that thing there is all swolt up. We, we got a pair of pliers and a screwdriver. We can find out. I think we should just start poking stuff. Oh, all right. All right. don't do that, folks. Tune into the Grease Gurus. Don't go to the emergency room. Go to the Grease Gurus and learn why your car might have stopped on the side of the road and what not to touch. On Saturday mornings <laughs> from 10 a.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Ouch, that hurt. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years' experience with classic, vintage, sport, and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years' experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck... Call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340. Right, like Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn So get those stakes up higher There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there They're all living, the devil may care And I am just a devil with no despair excitement when these two let themselves go on a wild and woolly world through Funtown, USA. Yes, the sky's the limit for love, laughter, and those wonderful new sounds. She love, love, loves me. Would you like to make a bet? I said the lady loves me. When this boy falls, he really falls hard. But who wouldn't? When the girl is seductive and Margaret. Once I met a nice old man upon the village green. I helped him cross the street into his limousine. Next day he sent the biggest brooch I've ever seen to show his appreciation. The eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get away. If you think I don't need you, then baby, you're wrong. I give, give you my heart. Today, tomorrow, and forever. And it's a pleasure to hear a man's opinion and not have to listen to the stubborn ravings of a boy who won't grow up and...
Hello out there. Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We enter the Wayback and we're immediately hurtled back through time and space. Hey, this is Adam Ferrara from Top Gear and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Turn it up. Welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you've missed any of our past shows, yes, all 400 of them, officially, as of last week, you can check out our archive page. So, uh, good evening, Vaughn. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. Vaughn, i got to tell you this a hundred times enthusiasm this is a higher energy show you're supposed to go man i'm doing really great tonight i drove my mopar 50 miles a day and it didn't break down on me you see you're supposed to say something like that see so this is a higher energy show it's not one of those boring sports shows where you talk about stick and ball and some guy comes up to some little thing and he throws some little squishy little thing to some other little guy that catches some other little squishy things in racing it takes two balls to participate in our sport Got that? And not the little sissy sport, you know, the little little stick and ball little thing. Especially the one where you hit a little white ball and then you chase it around a lawn for a while and then you try to dunk it in the hole. I don't get that one either. And I think there was some big thing this past weekend someplace up there in Georgia. At any rate, that's my dissertation on sports. You know me, I'm not really a big sports fan. Unless it's got real loud, noisy mufflers and makes a lot of internal combustion, strange sounds, and a lot of scraping of metal against each other. It's called friction, my friends. And uh, that's what we're all about here. Tires boiling, the smell of gas, leaky oil all over the floor, you know, car stuff. Real, real, real car stuff. And while we're on the subject of car stuff, I think it's time for the, what we would call the FLA Car Show Minute, Florida Car Shows Minute. So if you want to find out where all the car shows in the state of Florida, be sure and check out flacarshows.com. Yes, sir. Tara Bush does an amazing job with the website. That's where all the cars are. They do... Uh, stuff all over the state so it doesn't matter what county you're in in the state of florida there's a car show in fact i'm on their website right now and there's so much stuff going on it's incredible but there is one show i'd like to point out there's a on april 14th 2018 there's salute to the military charity and that's at st pete beach and uh, so if you go on there be sure and check that out i just google it and let's see if this computer works fast enough and it'll tell me where it's at salute to the military car show and the details are it's a boca ciega drive at Horan, H-O-R-A-N, Park. Okay, so be sure to check that out because, you know, we're all supporting our military. Now, let's see some of the events that are coming up this weekend. Nobody should miss the Barrett-Jackson auction in West Palm Beach this weekend. So that starts actually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Barrett-Jackson. And uh, another event that's coming up in a couple of weeks is an event that I'm going to be at, hopefully, and that is the HSR, Historic Sports Car Racing, Walter Mitty, vintage race car challenge and that is one of my favorite tracks in fact it's the track that i got my racing license at in 1990 that's hard to believe that's 28 years ago i got my uh scca license and uh our racing license and that was at road atlanta which is actually one of my favorite tracks pretty cool it's changed a little bit since then so has daytona so has well no daytona really hasn't sebring has they've changed sebring used to be a five mile course then it went to four then it went to three and i think it's back up to a little over well close to four 
But at any rate, and then May 19th is another event that I like to go to, and Bobby and I are big fans of motorcycles, and it's called Riding in the History. So be sure and check out Riding in the History. Now, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to play a commercial because there's another little thing coming on. Since we're car guys here and since we're guys and we're men, we're going to play a little commercial here, and uh, it's about the men's conference. And, uh, and when we come back, I'm going to have a spokesperson for the men's conference from New Hope Church in Palm Harbor. So, uh, Vaughn, why don't you go ahead and cue that up real quick. Cue that up real quick. And then uh, we'll um, play that, and then you can listen to that. And uh, this might be of interest to some of you guys out there. what your life looks like as a man. Three is Enough presents Restoring Order. Take your place men's conference. Maybe things have been a little tough. Maybe you've been beat up, beat down. Maybe you're the one that's making it tough for others. But there's one thing we can agree on, and that's the deep down inside. We all know that good is more dangerous than bad. And things are about to get dangerous on April 28th when iron sharpens iron. Whether you're a father, a son, or even a grandfather, it's time to pick a fight with life. It's time to restore some order in your family, in your profession, and in your spirit. Come and take your place as a man. Fall in. Find out what it takes to succeed. No more buts. Will you be there? Featuring Pastor Nick Panico, First Lieutenant Joseph McCall, and CEO Saul Pichon. Look, don't hesitate. Make the decision now to join us on April 28th. It's a dangerous decision. An Edie Darling event. Okay, we're back, and uh, it's time to uh, introduce a uh, representative and a member of the New Hope Church in Palm Harbor. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Kathy Lenhart. Kathy, how are you? I'm wonderful. Well, why don't you <laughs> why don't you tell everybody about uh, the men's conference and what it's all about, and a little bit about uh, New Hope Church? I sure will, Robert. Well, guys, this conference is, I think, going to be life changing, and um, three is enough, Edie, darling is putting this on, and, you know, it's really about, for the guys, does life get you down? Um, Are things just not going the way you feel they should? Is your family life in disarray? You know, if you feel any of these things and and, and or more, just register to attend. The uh, title of the conference is Restoring Order, Take Your Place, Men's Conference. It's being held on Saturday, April 28th, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. at New Hope Church in Palm Harbor, and the tickets are $33. It includes a continental breakfast, and the speakers will be Pastor Nick Panico, First Lieutenant Joseph McCall, and CEO Saul Pichon. And the topics of discussion will be what I need to succeed, also fall in, as well as no more but. This conference is for men of all ages, and you can purchase the tickets today at www. Super. So basically what this is, this is kind of like uh, like that Thousand Man March thing. This is about guys getting together, guys that may be going through some ups and downs, some trials and tribulations in their life. And it's kind of like a bunch of guys getting together, a whole bunch of guys, that is, and talking it out a little bit and you know, sharing ideas and sharing experiences and trying to help one another and nurture one another and get guys kind of like back on the right track saying, hey, look, it's okay. We're guys. You know, It's not like uh, good things don't happen all 
difficult time and sometimes bad things happen, but we can work it out. And you always look to the positive side and you move beyond and you be positive and you move forwards, right? Is that what it's all about, Kathy? That's exactly right, Robert. Okay. That is it. That's it. That's we're it. Very <laughs> yeah, we're very we're very excited about it. Um, you know, we really want everybody to come out. You know, it's it's a new thing. Um, you know, it's not a real typical thing, but um, we're looking to do more more conferences down the road, and they'll include family and and such. So we're really looking forward to it, and we want you guys to all come out. Okay, excellent. Now, one more time, go ahead and give everybody the uh, information, the contact information and the website and the date. Okay. The date is April 28th. The time is 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And you can purchase your tickets, which are $33, at www.ediedarling3isenough.com. Okay, ediedarling3isenough.com, that's it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so... It's E D I E D A R L I N G three is enough dot com. Super. And the most important thing I want to emphasize, too, is this is a family thing. So it doesn't matter whether you're a teenager, whether you're a young kid, whether you're a dad, whether you're a grandpa, whether you're a great-grandpa. This is something that, you know, it's a guy thing. It's guys getting together, talking about, you know, guy stuff and trying to work things out and be a better man, be a better father, be a better son, be a better man in general, right? That's right. You're exactly right, Robert. You hit the nail on the head. I hit the nail that's, on the head. That's what, yeah, you did. That's what we're, that's what we're striving for. That's what... These guys that are speaking, I know uh, two out of three of them personally. They're wonderful, wonderful men of God and um, super human beings. And you guys will be blessed, truly blessed. Super. Well, Kathy, I want to thank you for coming on uh, our show here, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Keep staying tuned, and then uh, hopefully we'll spread the word. Next weekend, we'll do another little PR promo for you for the men's conference okay. at the New Hope Church in Palm Harbor. That is on April 18th, correct? No, April 28th. Robert. Oh, 28th. Saturday, April 28th. That's right. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Well, Kathy, you take okay. care. Thank you, Robert. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. I Bye-bye. think it's. I, thank you very much. Bye bye. Uh, why don't you go ahead and cue up a song? Now, this one should be Ides of March, your vehicle baby. Since we're always talking about cars, it's really tough sometimes to find songs about cars, although we do do that. I do a pretty good job of that. And so this is one that I remember when I moved here from California in 1970. It's called Ides of March. It's called Vehicle Baby. So here you are. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Inside my car
This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver Adam Carolla telling you I love nostalgic radio and cars. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and so far so good. Uh, Vaughn's doing a real good job on the uh, on the board there. He's driving us uh, where we need to be tonight. See, I have to say that you know driving because this is an automotive show, and uh, Bobby and I had a joke one time, something about. Uh, what was it? Um, texting and doing the radio at the same time because at one point in time what I did is I actually was looking down, responding to a customer, which I'm doing again right now. I actually got a call coming in. I got to turn this thing down. So I was actually had somebody calling in, and I was texting, and I wasn't paying attention to my cues. Now, Bobby is a stickler for cues, let me tell you. So since he's a stage management student in the uh, world of stage management up there in uh, – Sunny, sunny Orlando. He's doing a uh, very good job up there doing his thing, but so he understands all that kind of stuff. But anyway, all right, so let's see. What did I do this past weekend? This past weekend, our good friends over there in Odessa, the Pistoriuses, who uh, Brando and his wife Joanne, they restore classic cars, but they have an annual picnic. And uh, what they do at this picnic is you are invited, and then the only thing that you have to do, besides bring your classic antique car, is bring a dish you have to bring enough for for six people now it's kind of like on the theme of an international so whatever your 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 uh your background is so in my case i'm austrian or i could be german but if you're italian if you're french if you're swedish you bring a dish okay a a a meal basically but enough to feed six people well bobby was out of town obviously Teresa's out of town i'm i can cook enough to survive 
you know, feed myself, but I'm not real good at, uh, you know, making um, dinners for people. So I called up and I said, well, if, since I can't cook, can I bring something else? And she goes, well, what would you, what would you bring? And I said, well, you know, beer. <laughs> and why well you know it has wheat it has hops it has barley you know it's got all the you know and water you know essential food groups in a way and um and the problem was i couldn't find any austrian beer we have schwechata and we have grutsch grutsch beer okay and uh, i couldn't find any around here even went to the world of beer so um you know obviously people are familiar with back or Heineken's or Yingling, which is probably pretty tasty. So I just brought a 12-pack of Yingling. So basically, I had to bring enough for six people. So basically, each guy gets two beers. So 12 beers, two people each, divided by two, six. Hey, worked out. Everybody was happy. But there was a pretty amazing cars up there. Chris, my good friend from Lincoln Land, was up there and some other people I know. And uh, a lot of the AACA guys. So that's an antique American antique automobile club of america they were there with some amazing cars there was a 1919 or 1918 model t there was an early studebaker there that was a great fantastic and it was a show winning one that won the event the car show there was a 1931 model a last year the model A's because 1932 came out with the v8 you know the early 32 v8 32 fords which was a pretty cool piece one year only car 33 34 alike and then the rest is all history so, uh, but anyway, it was pretty cool. They had a bunch of trivial questions. I actually answered one. The question was, which, how could I forget it? It says, or what American Econo Box car, I'm going to have to use this one time. What American Econo Box car came out April 1st, 1970? Now, there were three Econo cars by the big three that came out back in those days. So, obviously, one was the Ford Pinto, which I owned a few of those. The second one was the Chevrolet Vega. And the third one, very appropriately, because the joke was it looked like they didn't finish making the back of the car. It looked good in the front. The interior was nice, but it's like they eh, they lost interest and forgot to finish the back end of the car. Was the Gremlin, the AMC Gremlin. I actually got that. And uh, But let me tell you something about that. When they have these little trivia questions and stuff like that, you have to speak up. Because another question that they had was, Spirit of Ecstasy, what is that the, the logo or mascot for? I'm thinking, wait a minute, I know that. That's Rolls-Royce. We all know the Flying Lady, okay? And there's different versions of the Flying Lady. So, you know, it was the early one. It was Spirit of Ecstasy, which was in the teens. And then later came out the Flying Lady. Then there was a kneeling version of the Flying Lady, a standing version of the Flying Lady, Flying Lady version of the Flying Lady, all kinds of stuff. But one of these days, we'll have a Rolls-Royce expert on tell us all about Rolls-Royces. Now, I think what we're going to do is we're going to queue up a song real quick. And then we're going to get our very special guest. I have a very special guest for you coming on this evening. And uh, I'm really excited to have this gentleman on the show. He's a uh, well-known car collector. And uh, just a super nice all-around guy. So uh, stick around. Here's a little Elton John.
from the most exotic locations on Earth, Moonraker will transport you to another world. Holly was a warm girl with the right connections. Could this possibly be the moment for us to pool our resources? We would be better off working together. More excitement, more thrills, more spills. And guess who's dropped in for a bite? Jaws is back. to the most spectacular adventure in space, Moonraker. It's out of this world. What exactly are you up to here, Drax? Moonraker 1, liftoff. Moonraker 2, liftoff. Moonraker 3, liftoff. Moonraker 4, liftoff. city in space. James Bond and the treacherous Dr. Goodhead. Despite your efforts, my finely wrought dream approaches its fulfillment. We're back and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. This gentleman is uh, well known in the collector car world, and he also has his very own special, special car collection, and it's called Cars of Dreams. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening John Stilupi. John, how are you doing? I'm doing great tonight. So you've got uh, probably one of the most amazing car collections in the country. And you've got a special facility down there in uh, South Florida. I guess it's the West Palm Beach area, and it's called Cars of Dreams. Tell us a little bit about that and how the whole thing came to fruition. Well, uh, Cars of Dreams is in North Palm Beach, Florida. And um, what happened was I used to keep a bunch of cars in my home at my garage, and I had a 12-car garage. 
And every time I wanted to use one car, I had to move like 10 cars. And I decided to buy the shopping center that had an 80,000 square foot building. And uh, we built this place and called it Cars of Dreams. And in that, I have about 150 cars collection of 50s, 60s, and 70 muscle cars and old cars that are like the most spectacular collection that you have ever seen. Tell us a little bit how you got your interest in cars. Now, you have an interesting past, and you were a car guy since day one, so uh, it's very fascinating. So tell us a little bit how you started out working at a gas station, then you acquired the gas station, then you got a couple cars, then you started getting into racing. So tell us a little bit about uh, the early days of John Stalupi. Well, in the early days, I had a gas station, and before that, before the gas station, I had I worked in a Chevrolet dealer as a mechanic, and I used to work on all the high-performance cars that Chevrolet came out with. And uh, I spent most of my time uh, doing all the high-performance cars, whether they were the Corvettes, and then finally a 396 came out, and then 454 came out, and I would be the specialist on all them cars, working on all them cars. And, and then I also built a race car uh, with the Chevrolet name on it from Chevrolet, and uh, we uh, broke the national record with that down in Bristol, Tennessee. And that was the start of my love for cars, and you know, ever since then, I've been uh, in the car business, and I have uh, new car dealerships in Florida and Las Vegas with my son, and um, we sell about 80,000 new cars a year, and uh, that's been how we got started here, and that's what we do. Tell us about uh, you were very fortunate enough. You had um, one of the one of the um, let's just say milestones in your career were uh, you got a Honda franchise, and I think you started out with Honda motorcycles, right? And then eventually cars. So that, tell us that about- is correct. I, I had uh, Honda motorcycles, one of my first car franchises, and then um, Honda decided to come out with the Honda Car, and they came out with the little Honda Car, which was called the Six Hundred, and it had a motorcycle engine in. And we wound up selling more Honda cars than anyone, and then I got another couple of Honda car franchises. And then I got um, <clears throat> Datsun back in the early days, and then actually Datsun turned into Nissan. And then I became the largest Oldsmobile dealer in the country. We used to sell like 3,000 Oldsmobiles a year in one of my stores. And also, we used to sell Jeeps, and uh, at that time, we were selling 2,800 Jeeps a year in one store. Wow, that's an incredible amount of cars. Now, this was this all started where? New York. Like, was it the Long Island area, or was it New York, New yes. York? No, it was in Long Island. Okay. Now, for a lot of our, our listeners, not everybody knows. I mean, we've all heard about Long Island, but how big is Long Island? It's not a little place. It's big, isn't it? Well, Long Island has about a million homes on it, and there's probably about three million people that live in Long Island. Uh-huh. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's long and narrow. It goes all the way out to Montauk. You know, some of the famous places are Montauk, the Hamptons, West Hampton, East Hampton, and, um, you know, a lot of, lot of big homes out there. And then um, as you get further in, you know, you have, uh, you get towards the city, which Long Island just about touches Queens, and then it touches uh, touches part of Brooklyn as it comes out east a little bit. Okay. And whereabouts were you on Long Island? I was in West Islip, I live. Okay. Which was on the south shore of Long Island. Now, were there any drag strips on? Uh, I know that at the end of Long Island, Montauk, I think there's a racetrack out there. But is there also uh, was there any drag strips on Long Island? Sure, that West Hampton was one of the big drag strips out there. Islip had a drag strip, but West Hampton was the big one, and we used to go there and race our cars all the time there in West Hampton. When you were racing back in those days, what kind of times were you turning? Just to give us kind of an idea. Well, the modified car I had ran in the nines, mid nines. Oh. Okay. And then I had a production car that ran in the 12s. 
and uh, we're talking about back in the 70s, 72, 73. Uh-huh. And uh, at that time, you know, if you if you were able to get under 10 seconds, it was like a lifetime. It was like an unbelievable speed at that time. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because in the 70s, I mean, even if you had a 12-second streetcar, that was fast by, by standard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Now tell us a little bit about uh, Cars of Dreams. That you, you, it's not really open to the public. It's more of uh, something you like for special occasions, for charities. Tell us a little bit about that. So Cars of Dreams is where my main office is. Okay. And um, we run all our car, car dealerships out of there. And the, um, in, the, in that office, my wife controls all the controllers that work for us in New York and um, in Long Island. And what it was is I wanted to have a place that I could have my cars, and I would only open it three to four times a year to raise money for children. And we would do, besides children, we would do American Heart, and we would do hospice. And um, each year, whatever money we would collect when we opened, and we would bring 3,000 people in on a Saturday or a Sunday, depends when we had the car, the place open. Uh, we'd bring 3,000, sometimes 4,000 people in, and all that money would go right to the different fundraisers, whether it was American Heart, whether it was hospice, what it was shop with a cop, and what it did was allow them to have money to buy gifts for children, and you know, just so they could give them gifts during the holidays and things like that. And we even would use the um, some of the cars for the parades, uh, where we would give out bicycles and bring all kinds of gifts in for the children. So all the money that was made there went to charity all the time, and it wasn't open. You couldn't just walk in and say, "Hey, I want to come and see your museum." We weren't open to the public. The only time you could get in here is when we were having a function. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. A couple of years ago, I remember reading that, uh, I think it was RM. Now, the Barrett-Jackson auction is coming up this weekend, and you've got a number of cars that you're selling there. But I just want to come, go back in history. Your, your, one of the things that was stood out in your car collection was this amazing, I believe it was a merry-go-round that you had that was incredibly original and uh, actually a piece of history. And it, and I believe it was maybe three, four years ago, you sold a number of the cars in that collection, and now you've since replenished them, and now you're selling some cars again. So take us through the process a little bit. Is it... Is it so uh, back back a few years ago, okay. um, the first collection of cars I had in there, it was about 118 cars, 120, and we did have a merit ground that we bought, and we refurbished it, and we bought in people who knew how to do gold leaf painting and bring it back to original status. And we sold that merry-go-round with the first collection, and that was sold right in the museum. We did that collection uh, with R&M Auction, and they did that right in the car museum itself. And it was really a spectacular day, and every car sold. And, uh, you know, really unbelievable. So now the new place we built, <coughs> we have bumper cars. And what I did was, my first car was a 62 Corvette um, that I bought new. That's my first new car that I ever owned. And that, what I did was I had all um, the bumper cars, were all 62 Corvettes. And we have a whole bumper car section in there. And the theme is all about Coney Island and Brooklyn, where I was born. And we have a Nathan's Hot Dog, and we have Carvel stands, and uh, we have a Brooklyn Bridge there, and it's pretty phenomenal inside the place really it's a whole city it's uh, 80,000 square feet and it's really a lot of people have car collections but they have them in garages this is like a beautiful city inside when you walk inside you cannot believe it 
If people wanted to get, if if people, for the people that can't go there or make it to there, is there uh, like a, there, I think you have a website, isn't it? John Salupi's website and then Cars of yep, Dreams. Yeah, it's called Cars of Dreams. Yeah. Okay. You could go on the website and see what the inside looks like, and and it'll tell you when we're having an upcoming event or a fundraiser. And then most of the people come down. Most of the time, they're on a Sunday because we shut the whole shopping center down, and that way we have plenty of room for parking. We'll bring about eight hundred. Uh, five to eight hundred cars come in our parking lot and register for trophies and stuff like that. Of you know all types of cars that people bring in, antique cars, and then we open up the doors for like four hours, and uh, that's where we charge the money to get in. And the people come in and they um, look at the car collection. Now, what else do you do there? What other type of entertainment do you do for that particular event? Is there like if people wanted food and refreshments and stuff like that? Is that available as well? Uh, yeah, we bring in outside vendors. We bring in outside vendors, and um, they come in. And this is the first year that we're – most of the cars I really buy but are from Barrett-Jackson. So this um, this time when we do the auction, we're going to be selling all the cars at Barrett-Jackson. I have 140 cars that I bought there, and um, this will be like a huge sale. You know, Barrett-Jackson is probably the most prestigious car auction in the country, and to be able to sell all these cars at that auction is going to be a lot of fun. A little nervous because it's a non-reserved auction, but uh, I think these cars that we have are some of the most fantastic cars, and they stand real tall. And at least you know when you get in one of our cars, you could drive it and go any place you want to go. Now, why are you selling? This is the second time you've done this. Why are you selling on the cars? Do you want to kind of like start all over again and come up with a new theme? Yeah, is that so it? Okay. This this theme this theme is all convertibles, and the only cars that were in this place that were not convertibles is because they didn't make it. Okay. So now my new theme is going to be convertibles and hardtops because there's a lot of nice hardtops out there that could give me a different look. So this new collection will probably put about 100, another 140, 150 cars in, and, uh, but it'll be a real big mixture of cars. And we're probably going to put, try and bring some new type of cars into the place, all American cars. I collect very few foreign cars. But um, we, we got some spectacular cars this time that we're going to be starting with. So we're excited to go out, and you know what we'll be doing is going to all the auctions again, and we'll be buying cars all over the place again. The main place I buy my cars from is Barrett Jackson because I like the quality of cars. You know, you can really get up there and see what you get, and watch the car drive on the block, and it's pretty fun to do. Now I heard a rumor. Is this true that your bidder number, your bidder number, is always, no matter where you go, number one? Is that true? Uh, only on certain auctions. Okay. Barrett Jackson, might we, we have a different bidder number. Okay. My but I have my dog's big. We I bring my dog and he he barks. I pay more for the car. <laughs> and his his bidder number is number one. His bidder number is number one. Okay, super super. Now real quick, I want to tell us a story about the Corvette, the '62 Corvette, the black car that you got. That was your first car. You sold that car to expand your business. And then years later, you were able to get that car back. Tell us that story a little bit. That's that's a nice story. So what happened was, um, in the in the early days, you know, we, I didn't come from a rich family, but my my father worked very hard, and my mother used to work once in a while. And <clears throat> I wanted to buy this Corvette, so my father put a second mortgage on our home. We had a house in Brooklyn that only cost eighteen thousand dollars back then, and I wanted to buy this thirty one hundred dollar car, brand new. And my father put a second mortgage on the car, so then. Later on, I had the car for like a couple of years, and then I sold it because I was going to open up a gas station. And um, then about probably in, uh, my father was 89 years old, 
he came to me one day and he says, you know, when your mother passed away, I was cleaning out her chest and we have your original 62 Corvette uh, registration. So I said, kidding me. So I got the registration and um, I tracked down the car up out in uh, Michigan and um, called the person and told him about the thing and they told me about the car. And I probably should have never told him it was my first car because I probably paid him too much money. And I bought the car back and then I restored the whole car. And I have my first original Corvette from 1962, which I will never sell. I'll be passing it down to my children. And that car's in my museum now. That's great. That's great. That's excellent. Now, something else I got to ask you. Their little story was that the guy that you worked for when you were at the Chevrolet Chevrolet dealership, he was in the boats. And he had an old wooden boat. I believe it was called a Shepherd or something like that. You took an yep. interest in boats. And now something else that you're very, very well noted for is fast yachts and we're not talking little boats or dinghies we're talking major yachts and that's why i played the theme from james bond because all you're a james bond fan all your boats all your yachts are named after james bond movies that is correct i've uh, built the fastest yachts in the world and my first yacht that i built was called octopussy which was 132 feet and that boat did 53 knots and we um there was the aga khan and the king of spain they had a couple of boats that were supposed to be the fastest, and we went about five, six knots faster than they did. And then later on, I built a boat called World Is Not Enough, and that boat did 66 knots. And that boat till today is still the fastest yacht in the world that's ever been built. So these are not little boats, and that boat was 142 feet. These are big boats, uh, you know, six cabins, um, liverboard, 12 crew, and... Uh, World is not enough. is still known as the fastest yacht in the world. Uh, and someday somebody might go faster. When they do, then I'd have to build another fast boat. I like that. I like that about you. That's incredible. Yes, yes. The world is not enough, and you're going to make one faster. That's excellent. Now, what powers these boats? I mean, and you build these boats yourself, right? Yep. I built the boats in, in different shipyards. I built the, most of the boats in Holland. Mm-hmm. And the boat is powered by two a Paxton diesel engines and two gas turbines. The world is not enough. Had um, 20,000 horsepower. And uh, let me tell you something. You know, when somebody comes on and says, let me pay for the fuel, you wouldn't want to pay for the fuel and melt your credit card. That boat would burn <laughs> $1,500, 1,800 gallons an hour. Holy moly. Now, these are boats that can actually travel around the globe, correct? That is correct. They cross the ocean on their own bottom. Now, I read somewhere that you uh, actually race boats for a short period of time, offshore boats. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, in the early days, <laughs> I raced cigarettes, and oh. um, I built one of the uh, fastest cigarettes. But uh, during the race, the boat caught fire, and we had a banded ship and uh, jumped in the water. And then the following year, we built another one, and we that boat we took out with the people from Mercury, and we took a wave wrong, and that boat flipped over. So I figured... Uh, Three times you'll be out, so I never did it after the third, the second time. I didn't want to find out what would happen the third time. <laughs> okay, so then you decided, I'm just going to build bigger, better, and faster boats. Yep, now we build big super yachts, and what we do is we put an extra tank on for, to fill it up with vodka. That way, when you're going, you can have a nice martini as you're going across the ocean. There you go. Now, what's the longest you've traveled in one of your yachts? Probably about 1,500 miles. Okay. So you've never done any transatlantics, but you've gone up and down the coastline then, eastern seaboard. Uh, 
18 days out in the ocean? I don't think so. It's easy to take my plane. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you have a collection of airplanes. Uh, jets, I might add, correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Let's go back to the cars, and let's talk a little bit about Cars of Dreams. Now, what are some of the, the other charities? Because you're, you're kind of a well-known philanthropist as well. So, so some of the other charities that you uh, support are what? Well, I tell you about American Heart. Right. It's one of the big ones that we do. We do um, one of the schools. We have some um, St. Mark's School. Mm-hmm. We do the charities for them. Boys and Girls Club. We do um, Shop with a Cop. We do, uh, which is the um, the Sheriff's Department. Then we do the Highway Patrol Department to raise money for them. And then we do um, Hospice, which is the big one. That the Hospice is the biggest one that we do there. And, uh, you know, once in a while we'll uh, allow some type of fundraiser for some charities. But we try, we try to do for really big charities that are out there. So I like the Wounded Warriors. Uh, I just bought a car from uh, George Bush, from the Wounded Warriors, and there was a Corvette that was for charity. I paid $1.4 million for that car. Okay. Now, I also understand that you also donate some money to some of these schools that, uh, for that, uh, like, vocation-oriented to get kids involved in, 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 in fixing cars, building cars, rehabbing, refurbishing cars, mechanics, and stuff like that. You do that as well, right? Yes, we do. Okay, good. And... Um, now, if people want to find out more about John Salupi and your collection and the uh, Cars of Dreams, how do they go about doing that? As far as what? No. Well, in, in other words, if you wanted to give out, let's say, like some some social media information. In other words, if they wanted to follow, find out a little bit more about you uh, or Cars of Dreams, they just go to carsofdreams.com or John Salupi, or how would they go about doing it? Carsofdreams.com. We have our own website. tells you all about our collection which is going to now change, and we're going to build a whole new collection. Okay. And if anybody wants to, I'm telling all my listeners, be sure and go down to Barrett-Jackson this weekend, and you'll get a chance to auction or watch them auction off all of John Stalupi's cars. John, what night are your cars running? Are they running both Saturday, Friday and Saturday night? They're running Friday and Saturday. They'll start running from like about um, 2 o'clock in the afternoon till probably 7 at night, and then on Thursday... Uh, all my motorcycles are being sold. I have a bunch of motorcycles that'll be going off on Thursday, and a lot of uh, some of my trucks will go off on Thursday. I have a lot of old-fashioned trucks, also. Wow! But got- the majority of the cars will be sold Friday and Saturday. Okay. Well, John, I want to thank you very much for uh, taking some time out here. I've, uh, you know, looked forward to having you on my show for a long time. And the next time I see you at some of the events, I'll be sure and walk up and say hi. And uh, I wish you the best of luck and uh, look forward to seeing your collection of cars sometime. Very good. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, John. I want to thank my special guest, John Salupi. John, thank you very much again. And uh, don't forget to check out Barrett Jackson this weekend. You can see it live on TV. And uh, even more fun is to uh, actually go to the auction. Now, I go to Scottsdale all the time. I go to West Palm Beach every once in a while. It should be a lot of fun. It starts Thursday. Get to see John Salupi's cars. If you see him walking around, he's a super nice guy, super friendly. He'll say hi to you. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night here on Tantalk Radio Network for the most legendary and fascinating names, or fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Don't forget to follow up on the men's conference at the New Hope Palm Harbor Church, or New Hope Church located in Palm Harbor. In the meantime, I want to again tell all my listeners, I want to see you guys at some of the car shows, boat shows, motorcycle shows. And don't forget, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family.
telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.